the Grands, everybody. The only actual play podcast fueled by wafer cookies. <laughs> We're here to play a little bit of a D&D 5e adventure set in the vaguely homebrewed setting of not my air starring a group of grumpy old grandparents played by my friend, Nikki Miller. Hi. I feel like every time we start, the friends gets even longer when you say it. Play with my <laughs> friends. Like, it's just going to go for a solid two minutes in like three episodes. It's going to be great. Hi, everyone. My name is Nikki. I play Merton Thornwhistle. He's a Lightfoot Halfling Monk who's as drunk as a skunk. I almost said Lightfoot Halfling Skunk. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Um, my Merton fact this week is that Merton can do two magic tricks. One is making his finger look like it's ripped in half. Crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the second is making a rubber pencil. He actually does know a third, however, but he doesn't think it's cool. It's He knows a bunch of coin palming tricks, but he just uses them to fidget, <laughs> especially when he's betting. Okay, fair enough. But if he's like, if he's asked like, do a magic trick he'll go watch this and then just like kind of separate his index finger <laughs> so he just like played with coins for so long as yeah. his little fidget thing that he got amazing at it but yep. he doesn't think it's anything because it's just like oh i'm just holding a coin yeah he's just holding a coin like it, he doesn't understand why people make it appear behind people's ears when he can do this and then just imagine him doing like a really <laughs> cool coin trick I, can, I don't know how to do them and our cameras well, aren't on but imagine <laughs> i mean <laughs> He lives in a world where someone can summon a fireball. That's true. You know? Yeah. Like real magic happens. Real so, magic yeah. is real. Yeah. Why would his thing be cool? I feel like I have to clarify that the rubber pencil isn't, he doesn't make a rubber pencil. He makes it look he doesn't like know it how to transmute wood just, to rubber. No. He can't do magic. He doesn't know how to do magic. So he does like the hand wavy thing. Yeah. He, like you wiggle hand, it. Yeah. Okay. In the oh, middle. Oh, and Hazel entertains it every time. Oh, I didn't know you could do magic. <laughs> I didn't know you were a caster. Aww. When did you go to school? I didn't Aww. know you were a caster. <laughs> in this world, do they know the terms like cleric and warlock? Or is it just like someone who makes fireballs appear? I mean, like they definitely like bards go to bard college and like Medio is split into sorcerers and bards and people who are studying their books and shit. Yeah, and but... I know like fighters go to fighting school. I mean, but... I, I would assume that they are called by their classes because it's easier to say kill the mage than it is mm. to say kill the guy that's casting fireball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they know like, hey, that one likes God and like that one got tricked by a God, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of getting tricked by a God, Jamie Bromide. <laughs> Hi. I play Grammy Hazel, the dwarven life cleric turned cookie grandma who believes that golf is indeed the most dangerous game. Ever since she was a little, uh, a little, a little dwarfling, a little, little, a little, little, just a little, a little tiny. (laughs) Um, She saw someone get taken out by a wayward golf ball and (laughs) believes that it is more warfare than sport. Like she doesn't want to play golf. But she's okay with miniature golf because it's like playing soldier. Wasn't that like the whole thing in The Hobbit? Was it? Yeah, like an orc got decapitated and like made a hole in one. So they were like, ah, golf or something like that. I have no clue, but I'm going to choose to believe you. I'm I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure I read The Hobbit and I don't remember that part. Golf. <laughs> golf was a game played by hobbits similar to that of Monday Golf. It was invented during the Battle of Greenfields when Bendabras took charge at the goblins and knocked off the head of King Golfimble. <laughs> His name was Golf Ball? Golfimble. His that name was name Golf the- Ball. <laughs> His name yeah, is pretty much. Golf and Ball. Oh boy. Is that the canonical origin of golf or is it just like some bored Scottish equivalent people started playing it? I mean, they're hobbits, so yeah. yes <laughs> to both. <laughs> I mean, we do have orcs and we do have halflings. Mm-hmm. And we have Golf and Ball. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We we played a bunch of mini golf and bowl last week. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know that's like that's like you know playing soldier to her. So uh, she's not a big golfer just because she thinks it's too violent. <laughs> so she's a mini golfer. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> she is. <laughs> Normally that's me. So point. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Finally. Uh, speaking of. Recreational sports puns. Emma Tiggs. Hi, my name is Emma. Uh, I play Ethel Merriweather, a half-elf assassin rogue forced into the limelight after saving the world. Um, fun fact about Ethel, she just has really sharp teeth. Like, weirdly sharp teeth. <laughs> in her pocket? Ooh. No, in her mouth. <laughs> oh, they're just, they're in there. Uh-huh. They're her teeth, yeah. Okay. And they're just very sharp. They're just very sharp. Has she bitten Merton? Many times. It's because she sharpened them. Yeah. Because her teeth are dentures. She chose this, right? 
<laughs> no. She bought the Halloween model. <laughs> she bought sharp dentures. Her real teeth, her old real teeth, biological teeth that grew out of her bones are weirdly sharp. Not her kneecaps. No. Sounds like someone has something. I'm going to try that again. I'm going to go from the top. Sounds like something that someone with dentures would say. Yep. Her, as a child, her teeth were weirdly sharp. She did not have dentures as a fucking child. Did they try to like shave them and she was like, get your fucking... She bit them, yeah. And that's yeah. how she was adopted into the Assassin's Guild because they're like, we could use that. That was cool. <laughs> She's good at biting. We could use that we to kill people. Yeah, it's, Ethel it's was like, a biter. She was a little girl from Lemony Snicket. Yeah, I, I mean, think. I was... I've never read it. Uh, anyways, um, but yeah, no, she's definitely killed somebody by ripping someone's throat out with her teeth. Oh, fuck no. yeah. Hot. Hot. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Luke are high-fiving so hard right now. Yeah, we are. Well, oh, speaking of clubs, no. I'm happy I'm not in. Luke Carr. Oh, oh. I thought you were going to say speaking of hot. Nope. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it! Speaking of hot only to a few people. <laughs> uh, hey, I play Gear. He's a punk rock warlock grandpa. He used to be really into dumpster diving in his youth. Like, really into, like, most of his furniture for a while was retrieved from a dumpster and his groceries. Listen, he's a dirty guy, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm trying guy. to get across here. Doesn't anymore. His wife did not like that. Um, that ended a long time ago. But in his youth, when he was in his 20s or so, he was really into that dumpster diving. What's the best thing he ever found? Uh, an unopened package of cookies. Wow. Ooh, That's the best thing he found? Yeah, it's unopened in the dumpster. Like, it's like perfectly fine. Like, Was it also the first thing he ever found and he's been chasing that high ever since? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, he's got, he furnished an entire apartment with the stuff that he got out of a dumpster. Uh, yeah. So no, it wasn't the only thing, but yeah, but not as good as the cookies. No, no. I mean, like the, the couch that he had has some like holes in it and some of the stuffing was coming out and uh, well, like the chair legs were like wobbly. So, you know, it's not like the best, but like that package of cookies, it was perfect. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So does anybody remember what happened last time? Oh, yeah, golf. Golf, golf. Golf, golf happened. Uh, mini mini golf. golf happened. Yeah. And that was, I think that was that, was that not literally it? Wasn't that like all we did that no, episode? That much, yeah, that was pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, just making sure. Well, uh, you guys did exit the main section of the conference, uh, said goodbye to Max Stone. Finally, uh, fuck Briefly that guy. snuck through some hallways, made sure you could get up the stairs without setting out any alarms or anything of that sort. We did? I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, yeah. Could walk yeah. you could walk around a public building and not set off alarms? <laughs> Crazy. I know. Um, really weird. Not used to it. You did some thinking about whether or not scaling out the upside of the building would be a good way to kill the mayor. You kind of figured out it's only one way in or out. There's not easy balconies to climb on. Mm, then you right. guys just left and went mini golfing. Well, we had to kill time. <laughs> yeah, sounds like us. You uh, stole a golf cart. Stole a complimentary golf cart. Yeah. You scared a guy who was giving up his golf cart into giving you his golf cart. <laughs> so then you went mini golfing, uh, took a quick dip in the very blue water because you're like that. You... Headed back for the day one closing ceremony party. Did not find enough cocaine for your liking. Did find out that there were drug potatoes. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, and then briefly ran into the mayor. <sighs> kind of decided you were willing to let him die. Not really sure. Yeah, we gotta figure out if we're gonna kill that guy. I mean, if we want the guy dead, we could just literally do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is an option. We can be like, oh, Bean, sorry, we were too late. Yeah. And then we take in the guy who killed him, if we can figure that out. We could solve a murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, hold on. No, no, no. We can watch a murder. <laughs> and then maybe, if we're feeling generous, solve a murder. <laughs> I mean, if we don't see the person that did it, I'm pretty sure we have to solve a murder at that point. Well, I guess I mean, we don't have to solve it, but, you know. It's more like apprehend the murderer or murder the murderer. Yeah. 
So we could pull the, oh, shit, guys, we were too late. But we got the guy that did it. <laughs> I, I feel like we should try, but I'm not going to feel too bad if we fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we have to watch his presentation to see what the fuck he's doing and see if it's actually worth saving him. And that's that's at the next day of the conference, right? Right. Because, yeah, end of the day, so, yeah. Yeah, he's tomorrow's Richard Presentator. I hate that. <laughs> day two, kind of in the middle and the end of the day. Okay, so afternoon-ish. Yes. That means we still have time to kill the next day. We're at the party, right? You are still in the middle of a very bassy, heavy party. Hell yeah, business rave. <laughs> it, is a, it is a bit of a business rave. It, it, it's like definitely like all of the like main lighting is colored at this point. There's different colors, but there's no like white lights going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to take a look around the room, see if there's any like weird people lurking that's not Max Stone. <laughs> yeah. You know, look for clues. Yeah. Okay, gang, let's split up and search for clues. Daphne, with me. <laughs> like zoinks. And then if we can't find anything, Ethel will probably be like, it is too loud in here. I hate this and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> if we're not careful, Ethel's going to kill him herself. <laughs> you know what? Ethel's overstimulated, baby. <laughs> I'm going to solve this murder right now. <laughs> yep. Don't need to solve a murder if you commit it yourself, babes. That's that's <laughs> true. Really like, you know who did it? Yeah, yeah. I know who killed him. <laughs> me. Let's be real. Ethel would be the most likely suspect. She's a fucking assassin. Right. Well, that just means that we get to turn you in and then break you out of jail. Ooh. They would never take Ethel alive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's them. They wouldn't be alive. Yeah, sounds about right. Anyways, uh, I want to search for clues. Are we going to split up gang, search for clues, and roll an investigation check? We're splitting up. <laughs> oh, God, we're splitting up? I mean, we're all in the same room. <laughs> we're not going to... Look, we're still together, Nikki. We're not breaking up. Please. <laughs> we can't split up. Merton will get lost. Okay. Am I lost okay. if you go to the bar? Um, I put same a difference. leash on Merton, like a child leash on Merton. <gasps> Fuck yeah. Is the backpack shaped? Like yeah, I think I think oh. it's like pelican shaped. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shout out to the time our episode's name was Leashless and Medio. Yeah. Um <laughs> We learned our lesson. So yeah, I put Merton's um child leash on, clip it in. I'm like, alright. Oh, yeah, it's just always in your bag. Yeah. This is not a kink thing or a weird thing. This is just so Merton doesn't get lost. No. Merton has explained to a lot of people that he is not into it like that. He is just scared of getting lost. <laughs> I, I also like the mental image of just like Merton, like, you know, it's like his safety blanket. So he just like arm spread, you know, he's just so happy. He's like, yes, <laughs> he's like a little little toddler <laughs> bouncing free. around. <laughs> and then he gets yanked on the chain whenever he tries to run away. <laughs> Can I add that the pelican on the backpack, the actually the head of it, it's like a hood. <laughs> like the mouth of the pelican. Shut up. I love that. Is like a hood. Wait, so wait, Fuck it just yeah. goes. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. Head. Hold is on. If it, it's if, it, if it's a pelican, yeah. It provides some problems because pelican top beak not very big. Maybe it's a toucan? <laughs> that way well, the it, it like flops oh. over his head. Kind of well, like maybe, an Assassin's Creed. What if, or like that spoon bill? Yeah. What spoon if it bill. is still a pelican, but there's just like a hole in the bottom of his jaw, and then, you can, <laughs> and then like, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's okay. what I was thinking. And then okay. and then he's looking out through the mouth instead of like eye holes or something. <laughs> he's like the masked man. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I love it. 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 Someone draw that. Yeah, I don't know how. But some, but somebody's I on it. Don't worry about please, it. God, please. It still blows my mind that we have any fan art. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, Fucking nuts. Honestly. Anyways. I guess we're going to roll either like uh, perception checks or investigation checks or something. Look around for shady shit. Yep. Question mark. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Go ahead. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. Whatever, guys. Play D&D. <laughs> I got a four. Uh, I got a oh. 21 for investigation. I got a one the first time, but I'm lucky. So arguably 18 plus. Minus one. 17. I'm using a new dice. Plus one to investigation. That's a nat 
20. Wow. So not 20 plus one. Ethel sees all. I'm using Merton like a bloodhound almost. Blood pelican. <laughs> blood pelican. Um, yeah. Uh, I have no bonus to investigation. Um, and I rolled a four, which means Ooh. that I continue to schmooze and find nothing. Mm-hmm. So what do I find? Do I find shady people? Do I find clues? Like, I kind of let me like... What do those elf eyes see? Yeah, like I'm coked up a little bit. So I'm, I think, hyper perceptive. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been on coke. I don't know. <laughs> know this. However, I am on ADHD medication, which is a stimulant drug. So... That's meth. So... <laughs> Eh, close enough. They're all stimulants, baby. Mm, Everything's going to be really awesome. You're super psyched about what you're about to find. Yeah, so, like, I'm listening into conversations um, to see if people are kind of saying things like, oh, (laughs) suddenly go into hyper party mode. Yeah. All I'm envisioning is, like, the the Dark Knight, or was it was the Dark Knight Rises? One of those two. Like, they tap into everybody's phone in the entire city, and all you can see is echolocation. It's like that. (laughs) Um, Ethel's people's fucking massive like you can barely see like her um irises just like it just seems like a well-lit room to you yeah (laughs) and that's what dark vision is because i can see normally in dim light which i think this would qualify as so the drugs are just making it worse it's just making it better now ethel's suffering from sunlight sensitivity (laughs) yeah temporarily turned into a vampire anyways what do i learn what do you learn? Um, as you're looking around the room, first of all, you start recognizing some familiar faces from the various programs and whatnot that you've been told to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Tudor Jones II, who's like the owner of the country club or whatever, is very much in the center of the party, just like dancing his brains out, surrounded by mostly guys from Media U and this enthusiastic upstart whose name was in one of the pamphlets named Larry Fink. He sounds super trustworthy. Yeah. As far as like weird people who aren't partying so hard, uh, the woman that you talk to during, I think, breakfast or as lunch was happening, who just like took over the company for rent a carriages. Uh, she's not seeming to have a very good night. Neither is uh, this dark kind of creepy guy in the corner who is a mining business guy who's into digging very deep in the Norster Mountains and all that um, named what the fuck did I write down? <laughs> oh, man. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> like, oh, no, I don't want to talk yeah. to that guy. What's the deal? With Cole. Baldrew Bolton. He's actually somebody that you guys worked with the first time that you took down uh, Larry Chouse. Oh. He was around and he was like a master of the mountains back when you guys were like, hey, something's going very bad in the mountains. Because that's where Larry Chouse rose his army from. Right. Should we go talk to our old pal, Jerry Seinfeld? Question, (laughs) Nikki, Nikki. uh, How much is tall, dark, and creepy Merton's vibe? Creepy? Mm, I don't think creepy is it for him. I think he made a mistake with one too many creepies. Oh, okay. Because they were creepy. It was after the 15th one that he realized, maybe this ain't great. Maybe creepy, maybe creepy's not the vibe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 14 creepies? Shame on me. But that's how he met Ethel, so. Yeah, and she's creepy. <laughs> that but was it's creepy different in a 15. friend. You know? Yeah. I think gear too kind of falls under creepy a little bit. But like friend is fine. Mm-hmm. Should we creepy. go talk to our old friend Jerry Seinfeld in the corner? I don't know what his name is, but that's his name now. He always he has a traveling bard who's a bassist. It's George Costanza. Hey. I've never watched Seinfeld. Anyways, I drag Merton on the leash over. Ow! It hurts when you do that. What is the deal with halflings? Are they halflings? (laughs) What is a fullling? (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Has anyone ever seen a fullling, or did we all just split them all? God, this Uh, sucks. (laughs) It does. It's so good. (laughs) Agnetti, you have to talk in the voice now. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? deal? What's the deal with airline food? You're a half elf. You're a halfling. What was your mom? We're not related. 
Anyways. <laughs> so you guys um, turn around away from Jerry Seinfeld and find <laughs> um, Jerry Seinfeld too. Jerry Seinfeld is there. <laughs> yeah, actual Jerry Seinfeld. A real human man. To do. He leaked through. He was hired to wander around the conference telling jokes to anybody who would listen. And uh, he's here for the party. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Beaudrew Bolton is, uh, he's here, but he's not happy about it. Neither are we. Let's go talk to our old friend. <laughs> I go over to. Yeah. All right. Let's talk to him, I guess. I Jerry Seinfeld, too. Because I forgot his name already. And that's he's just Jerry something, Seinfeld in my brain now. Bolton. Jerry Seinfeld Bolton. Ooh. Yeah. Just his whole first name is Jerry Seinfeld. They're married. <laughs> <laughs> his first name. He took Jerry the Seinfeld. first and Jerry last Se- name Seinfeld. of his husband. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So I go over. We go over to Jerry Seinfeld Bolton. Mm-hmm. He just gives you a direct nod. <laughs> That's his, a form of acknowledgement. I give him a nod back. And then I offer him a gram of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have more coke? Yeah. Where Where did you, you get that? It? Where was it? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I have a lot of pockets. Hmm? No. Okay. Why? It makes this more bearable. <laughs> no, I meant why are you here? Um, we are entrepreneurs. No. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, you look very convincing in that leash. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if I didn't have to be here. Why are you here? Well, why are you here if you don't have to be here? I do have to be here. Oh. Yeah, we have to be here too for entrepreneurship. No. Uh. We've been brought out of retirement. Oh. Because we're, we're entrepreneurs. No. In the stabbing business, and business is good. Yes. <laughs> we've been brought out of retirement, you know, and this was something we had to come to. It's a living. World ending again? Yeah, actually, it might be. Oh. Yeah. That's not great. No, it's not great, but you might not have to get involved this time, but you might have to. I can't promise you won't. Dude, it's like, what's the deal with that? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Don't bring my husband into this. (laughs) (laughs) It's Kevin! Oh, no! Oh. When did you you get married, Tiff? I don't know. I don't count the days. Fair enough. Small ceremony. Up in the mountains. You know me. Yep. Do do I? I mean, we do we do know him. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like so yes ish. I mean, Martin. like he was like a guru guide who like took you through the mountains and made sure you didn't get lost forever. Okay, so yeah. we talked. I would say we talked, but he was forced to listen for a while. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Gear might know him longer just because they're kind of from the yeah. same area. Yeah. Gear is landed in the same area as Bolton. So just just so you're, everyone's aware, with that four, Hazel didn't even recognize that this meeting is happening. So she's like stops exchanging business cards and like waves, oh, hi, Jerry, and then goes back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... Fucked. Yeah. Shit's kind, pretty kinda, fucked. Kinda, kinda, yeah. Yeah, shit's, uh, shit's pretty fucked. Everybody knows shit's fucked. <laughs> how's, uh, how's your shit? Is it fucked or is it like... Uh, mountains are chill, dude. That's uh, <laughs> way quieter mountains. than it was when we met. I mean, shit was nuts when we decided to go gold for a while. That's why I have to be uh, here. Oh, yeah. Uh, kept digging and digging in the mountains and eventually they were like uh let's not dig here anymore so i don't know i'm hoping next year i won't have to be here they're still digging a bunch but it's not new digging and that's a dangerous shit so they're just like they just keep digging in the same spot in the mountains and they're just just fucking they're fucking up those mountains that's what that's all they're doing well, yeah and they're not even get anything out of it uh, i mean they're finding gold it's just they're uh, like we have better ways to get it now. That's what that mayor is about. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait. That the the Taters Grove, that guy? Yeah. He's about fracking? 
Oh. Fracking gold? Sure, I guess that's a word for it. So, is Jerry Seinfeld Bolton, like, in charge of the mining operations in the mountains, or? It fell into his lap because everybody knew that he helped you guys, and they're like, well, we also need somebody to take us through the mountains to get more gold now that we're switching all of our currency to gold. (laughs) Okay, but who put it in his lap? It was kind of every mining company who wanted to make money. Cool. I'm going to make a list. I want to make a list of all the CEOs of all the mining companies that are doing mining in those mountains. Oh, gosh. Paul Tudor Jones II is definitely the largest of those. He was established long before gold became the only standard. At this point, it's kind of became like a government project to get gold out of the mines. So it's a lot of contracting. You know for sure that like anybody who has a big business probably throws money at it to get more money out of it. So almost definitely like Jillian McIntyre, who's the girl that just took over rent a carriage. And Greg Jensen almost definitely has a ton of money up there trying to probably do it a little bit more safely than everybody else. Yeah, but Ethel takes out her list and she writes at the very top that Paul Tudor Jones II. Anyways, and he doesn't want mining to continue in the mountains, correct? Who is he? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld Bolton. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Jerry Seinfeld Bolton is uh, ambivalent to it, I guess. Cool. Ethel's a huge environmentalist. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, she so she's going to kill Paul Tudor Jones II. I mean, oh. everyone should be an environmentalist okay. because we live in the environment. I'm adding <laughs> some names to my list. Mer- Merton loves oh, fire. No. So I don't, I don't know. No, no, she's got a list. What's your list about? Don't ask. You don't. You don't. Don't. Don't worry about no. it. No. She just likes writing down names. It's, it's, yeah. it's Ethel making the list. You don't really need to go any further than that. I guess that's true. Yeah. <sighs> kind of know what's up there. Did he wrong you or? No, I just don't like him. I mean, he's a kind of shit guy, but, you know, definitely knows how to build a country club. Oh, you guys spend any time at the spa? Kind of nice. What? There's a spa? Yeah, we might have to spa. go. No, no. We did go mini golfing. Water. <laughs> mini golfing was actually really fun. Uh, I feel like they have mud baths, my guy. That, I mean, it's wet dirt, but it's still dirt. You like dirt, right? It's closer to sand, so yeah, sure. Yeah. Listen, I don't like the rich, but I will reap the benefits of being considered kind of rich. Am I a hypocrite? (laughs) Absolutely. However. I don't know if it makes us hypocrites. And I only say that because I uh, also like the spa and also have just too much money, really, at this point. I don't need it. Yeah. But I'm here. But this gold fracking operations are the people who are strongly opposed to what the mayor wants to do. Mm, Strongly opposed. I mean, I guess I'd be the guy just because I know how shitty it gets. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't put another place, especially a place that's like populated by people through it. Uh, I don't know if I would do with anything about it though. Everything we learn about this guy is making me want to save him less. (laughs) He's like RuPaul with his fracking. (laughs) Fracking Paul Button. In terms of money, Uh. is there anyone who would want to see him not follow through? I I mean, I I guess... PJJ the second, yeah, uh, he's you know old mining money. I guess it would depend on whether or not he can get his foot in the door with Mayor Tillman. I don't know how close they are yet, though. You know, I mean, Paul Tudor is not afraid to shift spots and shift direction or whatever. So I'm sure he's looking to invest heavily if he can not get hmm. left in the dust. Well, maybe we just can make sure he doesn't invest. (laughs) Make sure he ends up in the dust. Mm. Not that you're hearing any of this, Bolton. Don't don't worry about it. No, I'm deaf as a stone. I don't know nothing. You get it. You get it. Cool. You're one of the only bearable people here. Ouch. Greg's not too bad. Spend any time talking to Greg? He's all right. Uh, Greg's a old guy wanting to just give away his money before he dies, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should talk to him. From across the room, Hazel said, 
I think you should talk to Greg. <laughs> <laughs> we know a guy who wants to talk to him because we talked to the wait staff for a weirdly long time. Yeah. Tip the staff. They're kind of cool people. Except for this one guy. What is his name? Mark or some shit? Avoid that guy. Yeah, Max Stone. Yeah, that one. He's got a fire behind his eyes that went out behind mine a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> he sure is something. Mm. He might apply for a spot at my school. He said he might, but I don't think he will. Oh, you got that school up and running. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's... Not it's what a living. I. It's a living. <laughs> I, it's not what I thought I'd be doing with my life. Yeah, well, when I was guiding you people through the mountains, I didn't expect to be invited to country clubs on a yearly basis to talk about gold. So, <sighs> life takes us in weird directions, and sometimes just gotta go with the flow. Yes, to the spa. I would, again, I would love <laughs> we do to go to, to that go, spa. We need to go to the spa. You guys, that's, you guys can find me there tomorrow in the morning and afternoon talks. I will probably show up for Tillman's whole speech or whatever tomorrow, but that's yeah, a bit of morbid probably, curiosity on my part. Yes. Probably going to be there too. Yeah, we will be at the spa. So we are going to the spa. Yeah, I don't care if you don't want to go. <laughs> Or the if you don't go, the rest of us are going. Merton Mert will lean back. Hazel, do you want to go to the spa tomorrow? Spa day. Yay. But yeah, the world might be ending again. Well, it's, I'll it's keep cool, an eye though. out we'll for like, it. Think about it. We'll, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it, hopefully. Well, you did it once, right? Yeah. And if not you, I'm sure some heroes will rise from somewhere and they keep doing it. So I don't know. I love them uh, getting kidnapped. <laughs> Yeah, we've been we've been around. I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody but us these days. Yep. Well, you know, you guys weren't heroes until the world had to be saved, right? That's true. I would argue I was probably more of a villain to most people. Yep. Actually, I'd argue I'm probably still a villain to most people, but it, whatever. <laughs> Certainly that fucker Larry. Larry. Fucking Larry. Best thing we did for the world was make another gender neutral washroom. <laughs> What? Gross. Out of his grave. Like, oh, okay. piss on his grave. Like, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. I don't know if he got a grave, did he? No. Although I do feel like that um, gear may have also installed a unisex bathroom at some point with a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <table>. yeah. <laughs> we also did that. It was the first one in Medio. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> it was a diversity win. Hell yeah, baby. Gear's like secret life as a handyman is like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whenever he's not talking, he's like, you know, fixing up the joint. <laughs> you don't know it but as soon as i walked into this hotel its value increased <laughs> meanwhile merton's fixing up a joint <laughs> <laughs> huffing those doobies smoking the Smeak, marijuana sneaking the spiff yes <laughs> squeaking the squeef sneaking the smeef he looks down at his wrist that doesn't have a watch on it we'll leave you be. Uh, no, nah, I mean, this isn't on you. I'm just, uh... No, no. Uh, going I, I, to bed. Yes. Oh, man, you got the same model. Same one as me, see? And he just shows him his wrist yes. doesn't have anything on it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anyways, you'll probably see us at the spa at some point. Yeah, I, you know, gotta wake up early, grab some breakfast, conference breakfast. Very good. It really is. say, don't sleep through it. The mimosas? Don't let this whole party thing make you miss some croissants, let me tell you. The mimosas are really good. I had like four this morning. I'll catch you in the mud baths. <laughs> See you there. Good seeing you again. He just like does a two finger salute wave thingy. Right. I literally did that in real life, like as I was saying that. <laughs> 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 well, time to hit the dusty trail. <laughs> but man, so, you know, thinking about it, the spa has to have like just a big tub of like super dry dust. Well, yeah, because yeah. like, there's not just one fire genasi in the same yeah. time. Gear popularized the chinchilla bath. <laughs> yeah. Gear's an influencer. <laughs> Disgusting. I hate it. <laughs> oh, what's even worse is that they're like really grody people who absolutely need to shower and they're like, no, I'm taking taking the bird bath. <laughs> <sighs>
Those people gave us Fire Genasi a bad name. Fucking hate those guys. Anyways, who should we talk to next? Uh, someone. Uh, theoretically. Yeah. Who, who, who were who who were the other people that were interesting? Available. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, biggest names that came up uh, would be Jillian McIntyre, uh, Paul G. Toto Jones II, I guess Greg Jensen. You want to talk to him? Oh, yeah, because apparently they're good people, I guess. I guess they're philanthropists, so they're not horrible people, potentially. I guess. Do we want to talk to Greg? We got time before poor Ethel crashes from her high. Don't be silly. I don't crash. I just get pissy. (laughs) Yeah, same difference. Yeah. Look, I'm going to be straight up with all of you. If we go to talk to Paul Tudor Jones II or whatever the fuck his name is, that is the fuck his name is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will probably try to kill him right now. So. Well, let's try to avoid that for now. He might be dead by the end of this conference. That's fine. Okay. We're going to be leaving. That's okay. Cool. That's all Just, I need you know, to know. Do it when we're leaving. Okay. <laughs> so we're not at the scene of the crime for too long. <laughs> yeah. You underestimate my skill. Is it? Is it going to be like, oh, spoilers for a hundred year old book, The Murder on the Orient Express, where like everybody did it? (laughs) Yeah, they all work together. Yeah. Ethel's going to hide him in the fence one day. (laughs) (laughs) You only have like two days left, so. Right? Because it's just like a weekend conference or something. Three days. Yeah. So we got like we got like two-ish days. Yeah. I, Emma, in real life, am going to make a plan on how I'm going to kill this fucker. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, otherwise, I mean, other options is just like you go to bed. I guess. Do we do we do we want to talk to anybody else before we go to bed and then get up in the morning for a continental breakfast and then go to the spa? <laughs> yeah. Can, can we like look for clues on the way back to our rooms? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. What do we find in these yeah. clean-ish hotel hallways? I like to think that because uh, Hazel's been told that she's on an investigation, she's always rolling investigation and just failing all the time. <laughs> look, I found a penny. This could be important. <laughs> look, a clue. No, that's a trash can. Look, a clue. No, that's someone's room service. Don't get gear started on trash. Yeah. <laughs> There's always something useful in there. <laughs> then he investigates. No, not a clue. Trash not cans cookies. and dumpsters are very useful. Could be a clue. Could not be a clue. Could be tomorrow's lunch. It's fine. They're useful for disposal of many things. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, are we going to bed? I'm tired. Everything's super bright. It does sound like we're going to bed. I start walking Merton. Camera phase out. But dung 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 dung. Dung 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 dung. Dung dung dung. Jerry Seinfeld is still telling jokes. What's the deal with the end of the world? How can the world end? It's round. <sighs> Have you been spending this entire time thinking about Jerry Seinfeld jokes? <laughs> oh, no, I can't kill him. He's our friend's husband. Granted, yeah. Yeah. We kind of wrote ourselves into a corner that way, huh? Yeah. I guess he just occupies the same spot in Ethel's mind as Ernst did. <laughs> oh, no. Unfortunately, he there. is a more likable Ernst. I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> you haven't met Ernst. Uh, yeah, but I know of Larry Seinfeld, so... Larry Seinfeld? Hang on. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Larry? Oh, twin wait, brother. Wait a second, guys, I broke it. I broke the case. Hold on. <laughs> All right, so now getting to the point of the podcast where my notes for the session started, you guys go to bed. <laughs> When you do get back to your rooms, you do find that uh, all of your requests have been fulfilled. There is a parrot perch in both Merton yes! and <laughs> Gear's room. And then there's also a whole cat tree set up for Dagger in uh, Ethel's room. Is there also like top tier cat food that's like fucking like cat VR and shit? Cat VR? Cat VR. Cat- <laughs> yeah, it's just called things. cat VR. Cat it's VR. Not- okay. There's- yeah. It's actually tuna. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fancy. There's a white cat on the front. <laughs> There's an accent goo on the, the U or some shit. It's tuna. 
Yeah. Um, to you now. With some catnip in it. Dagger was provided with entertainment uh, while you were gone. That did include many a toy filled with catnip. Yeah, Dagger got a shit ton of catnip, turned on the TV, and started watching Super Bad. <laughs> uh, but when you guys wake up the next day, on Ethel's doorstep are a few newspapers from Tater's Grove school that you did request from your network. Yeah, I break into Merton's room and then I go knock on um, Hazel and Gear's doors politely. (laughs) I got newspapers. What time in the morning is this? Um, I feel like Ethel's a pretty early riser, just like in general. So I think it'd be funniest if it was like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, Gary would have been waking up pretty soon anyways, so that, like, works out. But he also, he stood up, he stayed, he stayed up late. There's a wobbly chair, he was fixing that, so it's <laughs> a little while. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> Ethel stealthily breaks into yeah. Merton's room. Rude. Um, and when she gets in there, she, um... Merton sleeps in the Family Guy death pose. (laughs) (laughs) In the nude. Yeah, um, Ethel Uh. takes a sending stone that she has, that I've decided she has. The only thing on it is a recording of a very loud pelican noise. (laughs) And she puts it right up to Merton's ear and plays it to wake him up. How how loud is a pelican? I think they're pretty loud. Time to roll. I'm gonna say, roll a d20. Lowe's, Lowe's, he wakes up. Highs, he stays asleep. That makes sense. Roll for sleep. Roll for sleep. All right, that's a four. <laughs> so, Merton just faster than you've ever seen. I mean, Merton moves pretty fast in general, but like you blink and you miss it. Merton explodes out of bed. Just, ow! <laughs> Wow, that's what that was a new record. Time. Uh, that was what the pelican sounded like. You know, I thought you would get used to this at some point. It's not the loudest bird. No, it's not. But it's you know, I, I would I would imagine with that going off next to your oh, ear. Oh no! I, wait, I heard one noise just they now. They just like they kind of like ah, oh oh, it's like a fuck. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my, my name is Nikki. And this is my impression of a pelican. <laughs> oh, so the uh, was was the reason that he woke up so uh, fast was because it reminded him of a noise that the fifteenth creepy guy made. <laughs> yeah, Ethel also got the bass boosted version of it. The bass boosted version <laughs> of a pelican. She bought is, it at like oh. Spencer's. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So that's, it's weird that you still react like that to uh, me waking it's, you up like that. Cause considering I've been doing that for the last like no, 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 40 no. years. No, I know. And really hear me out. I dream and sometimes they're very nice dreams. And what I don't want is suddenly a pelican is there. And that's what's scary. Coward. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I have newspapers from my friends. Cool. For the, for the cat or what? No. <laughs> They gave me a self-cleaning litter box. Oh, sick! Yeah, can you take that? I mean, you're gonna. I'm gonna take it. Has (laughs) it has just a constant prestidigitation on it? Like I hate magic, but like it's kind of cool. Hell yeah! Anyways, but yeah, no, they're from my um, friends about the guy in Tata's Grove. Did we get Hazel too? Oh yeah, I did. I knocked on the door politely. Did that work? Oh, wow. Okay, I break in, but then I gently wake <laughs> Hazel up. <laughs> Which is the opposite of Merton, because she picks Merton's lock, enters stealthily. <laughs> yeah. And then s- screams in his ear. <laughs> no, actually, no, wait, she doesn't use a sending stone. She just can perfectly mimic a pelican sound. <laughs> well, that's horrifying. Literally yeah. terrifying. That's a free fun fact about Ethel. <laughs> I did not have fun during this fact. I want a refund. So, yeah, I go. I break into Hazel's room and um, politely wake her up by gently shaking her. Oh, hello. Good morning, sweetie. It's time to get up. Did you did you kill someone? Not yet, but I have information. Come to Merton's room because I'm going to wake him up like Pelican. Pelican style. Pelican style. (laughs) So Ethel sneaks into Merton's room, followed by Gear and Hazel. No, I make them wait just outside the door. So they don't fuck up myself. Just as a uh, reminder for those of you who forgot, uh, right now, Hazel, not sleeping in the nude, so good news. Um, sleeping in a nightgown, 
under her chainmail. Of yeah. course. Of course. I mean, at least it's not chainmail on skin, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, I got... I have newspapers. From... For <laughs> the information, I read them. So you all sit down, crisscross applesauce on Merton's <laughs> bed, uh, flick on a light because it's still very dark out, and take a look at the newspapers that are brought to you. You have Taters Today and <laughs> the Tater Post. <sighs> and Tater Tots. It's for kids. Yes, uh, Tater Tots highlights for kids. Hazel's <laughs> reading the, the kids' version of the newspaper. <laughs> Quietly sobbing. She's reading oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to start with Taters Today or the Tater Post? Taters Today. Yeah. All right. So Taters Today uh, seems to be the newspaper that's more against the mayor. Uh, it definitely like has the vibe of a smaller newspaper, where it's a tater post is like large, flashy, and printed in color. This one's mostly black and white. The main headline on the front of Taters today is an investigative report about how Mayor Tillman got his money, or the want to do an investigative report on how Mayor Tillman got money because it does seem suspicious, and it's like somebody should look into this. Is really what's on the front paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that they've actually gotten around to doing it. Does does it state their suspicions at all? Like what they think is going on? Uh, the main suspicion is like he must be selling the dirt because there's nothing else in Tater's Grove to sell besides vegetables. It's just vegetables and dirt. So we know right. that he makes money with vegetables. He must be also selling the dirt. The other highlights within the newspaper are like the questioning of the massive output of Tater's Grove um, and its very sharp incline recently. Tater's Grove, not too long ago, was a very small town, as Hazel knew it, and all of a sudden it's becoming more and more of a bustling metropolis that the people who are writing Tater's today don't seem too happy about. Uh, They seem to see it as, like, very suspicious that they make any money, and they would (laughs) like it explained as to why there's suddenly a population boom. My pappy was dirt poor, like his pappy before him, and his grandpappy was dirt (laughs) poor, too. (laughs) We want to stay poor, goddammit. Now these fuckers are dirt rich. (laughs) And then there's also kind of like reporting on new company moves into Taters Grove. Another small farmer put out of business. A lot of those are listed. What's the company? Uh, you do recognize the company as mining companies that were taking up Golden Norster. Okay. And uh, they're starting to move in the middle of the continent. So. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, on the Tater Post, the biggest story of the day is that Mayor Tillman is going to have a speech today at the AU Summit. It somehow mentions that you guys are also at the summit with oh, no. local oh. hero Hazel <laughs> ah, <fuck>. Skullcrusher. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, there are a lot of, like, stock reports, more or less, that just, like, have gold going up, up, up. And also the price of taters being worth more. Um, Everything in this paper is very positive about the fact that Taters Grove is growing, about new opportunities and attracting new talent and new intelligence and just overall loving Taters Grove. Okay. Hmm. Dirt golems. What? (laughs) Where's the dirt going? Dirt golems. Larry? (laughs) You're just saying words, queen. (laughs) Four down. Let her cook, let her cook. <laughs> she then might she be fil- onto something here. And then she fills out another word in the crossword puzzle. <laughs> cook, yes, cook is the word. Four across, cook. Thanks. Oh, oh my god. All right. So, seems like he has some people very much against him, but would they be driven to kill him? Like, do I get that vibe that's like... Um, you do get the vibe, like, if... Someone was exposed to such uh, rhetoric as is in Taters today on the regular. Uh, it could radicalize someone if this is like their only news source for sure. Oh, so like Taters today is like Fox News in a way. Okay, so this is some alt right propaganda a little bit. Yeah, but like, uh. but like this could make someone kill someone eventually. I mean, really anything can make somebody kill somebody. Look at Ethel here. It's just that she wants to kill somebody because they wronged her in some small way. And or they're fucking up the environment. But, you know, 
or I'm bored or yeah. I'm being paid to do it. Or just or like the vibes are off. The yeah. vibes are off, you know. <laughs> Lot of reasons to kill someone. But really, based on both of these uh, newspapers, it sounds like some shady shit's going on. Especially with those mining companies moving to the center of the country. And hey, where is where is Taters Grove? That is roughly in the center. So sounds like they're digging up something down there. I have a theory. I have a theory as Emma. And that's probably wrong, but I'm just going to say anyways. But what if the mayor is being like extorted? Like the mining companies are um, have something on him, and I don't know what. Maybe like the way he got his money is pretty shitty. So the mining companies are extorting him um, to let them mine there in exchange for their silence. Oh, and his money came from bribes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah, like I get, I'm just spitballing. I don't know how we would figure that out necessarily, yeah. if that is the case. Because, I mean, we looked around his room that one time, and we didn't really find anything suspicious. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, there's someone there who's associated with mining, and it's like, we're just going to walk up, and it's like, hey, is that dude on the take? Is he on your payroll, buddy? It's like- <laughs> and it's not like... I- Realistically, it's not like we could break into their room and find papers like incriminating them because he wouldn't just yeah. carry that shit around. Yeah. Yeah. People don't exactly travel with these are my secret incriminating files <laughs> that I keep on me at all times. Right. Yeah. So I think we de- we no, this is where Paul Tudor Jones lives. This is his Mar-a-Lago. We're going to find his office. And or go break to into spa. his house. <laughs> yep. So go to the spa. Yes, spa. We also should probably watch the talk. Yeah, the one with Tater what's his face in it. Yeah, sorry Hazel, we do we do have to go watch this man talk about Tater's Grove. Fine. If you need like a breather, just like leave it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is why we're going to the spa first. Breaking and Are entering we going to first. The spa first. Yeah. It's breaking and entering first. Spa next. Talk. <laughs> well, hey. Well, we it's need to get, it's, get it's that pretty continental breakfast. Yeah, it's pretty early. He knowing the, the type of people who are here. Um, Tuda Schmuda Puda, Puda Schmuda Puda Tuda. Um, is probably still asleep. So breaking into his office right now, not the best idea. Yeah. Brecky, then breaking and entering. Breakfast. Yeah. Brecky and then breaky. <laughs> no, brecky, then spa, then breaky. Because yeah, I saw some time to get out there. Yeah, I um saw what he how he was last night, and I don't anticipate he will be up until at least ten. A conservative estimate. <laughs> it's a conservative <laughs> estimate. Just, just you know, as a reminder, um, Hazel negative two to Dex. Stealth at disadvantage. Yeah. Um, my minimum stealth roll is a 23. Yeah, Jesus Merton's pretty good at that, Christ. too. I got a plus Not four. Not 23, stealth, but, but... Yeah. Okay. So... So why don't we go to the spa while Ethel goes and breaks and enters? I'm going to the fucking spa. Hello? <laughs> you think I'm it's not... a spa. It's a spa. I will reap the rewards... Of the rich. Amen. Uh-huh. Anyways, let's go get some breakfast. I do want a mimosa. Only one. <laughs> yep. I roll for breakfast. Breakfast. Roll for breakfast. breakfast. 11. I'm scared. Why are we rolling for breakfast? Are we rolling for breakfast? <laughs> yep. Hazel rolls for breakfast. Hazel always rolls for breakfast. 17. Do I have a breakfast modifier? What's our breakfast <laughs> modifier? <Ooh>. Constitution? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Survival. Survival? <laughs> I'm minus one to survival. I'm a plus nine, so I got a dirty to 20. To survival? Yeah. Plus yeah. three. Three. Uh, 20. Dirty 20. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, That's a seven minus one. I got a six. Your breakfast sucks. Your remote is bad. Gear? Gear has a nine. He got almost a mediocre breakfast. It is slightly less than mediocre. Ethel, you find that the idea of food kind of is turning your stomach a little bit. Even the idea of a mimosa, you're like, wait, that was a bad idea yesterday. Oh, no. <sighs> I hate it when things... Yeah, Hazel and Merton, you're We're like... chowing down. You found everything. Yeah, uh-huh. you're just like, you got the bacon, you got a croissant, you made yourself a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant sandwich. Boom. Um, I guess I try to eat, like, a croissant, because Ethel's like, I need to eat something. Yeah, I gotta get the juices flowing to 
break and enter later. And Gear is just too focused on the shitty workmanship of the, the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wobbles. They sit down and it wobbles and he spends all breakfast uh, trying to get it to stop. I don't yeah. fucking understand yeah. how you make a table so goddamn wobbly. <laughs> it's so easy to just measure the fucking legs the same, you dumbasses. Yeah. What? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He's from underneath the table. <laughs> by, by the time... <laughs> Quack. By, by the time we leave, there's like 19 napkins underneath all the legs. It's <laughs> <laughs> like two inches further up than all the other tables for some reason. Yeah. Still yeah. wobbles. He carries sandpaper with him at all times and just sanding down each leg till it's like perfect. <laughs> Turns out it was the floor. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's why the, now it's even. Like now it's perfect for that floor. No, but the floor wobbles. The floor wobbles. The floor uh, is just kind of always under constant seismic activity. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, oh, the floor's wobbly. Well, gear goes down into the basement and. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we go to the spa. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you're at breakfast first. Um, before you leave immediately. Yeah. Uh, as you're snacking on your various foods and shouting at each other about whether or not Gear needs to stop. It's just a little sandpaper. Shut up, Gear. You are too loud right now. Fuck. Uh, Aiden and B approach. Oh, you. Okay, what? Well, hello there, those guys. How is this morning going for you? This table sucks. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Hazel's mouth is full, so it's just like at that moment, you know, when you take a bite and the waiter comes up and it's like, how's everything? <laughs> <laughs> Ethel has a mimosa out of spite because she's like, I can't. Classic spite mimosa. Yeah, she has a spite mimosa because uh, she's like, I cannot not have a mimosa in front of these guys. It's so, made with champagne and blood orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that, that, actually, that actually sounds delightful. Like a blood orange mimosa? Ooh. Ooh. But yeah, um, so Ethel kind of forces one down. She's taking very small sips. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, we're just checking in to see how your first day at the conference went. We went mini golfing. Oh, that's delightful, isn't it? You have fun? Who won? Cool. Burn's <laughs> <laughs> just like. <laughs> yeah, her mouth is just constantly full. It's really fun. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. What, what's up? Well, um, well, we just wanted to share some of the information we picked up about our little problem. Seems like the uh, event that will occur will happen on the last day, according to what we've learned. Mayor Tillman does seem to be safe for the day, and his morning does include golfing. So we're going to go golfing with Mayor Tillman today. Have fun. We're going to the spa. That does sound lovely. Yeah. Uh, we will be working, though. Um, <laughs> cool. Have fun with that. So nothing of note to share with us? Uh, we have... Uh, <laughs> I guess we should share information with them because they actually, like, want to do their jobs. And we're eh, still on the fence about saving this dude, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he... Probably a decent idea. Yeah. Um, looks like he's got a gold... Uh, that's Ethel <laughs> drinking her mimosa. Um, <clears throat> uh, like a high gold, uh, fracking operation. Um, possibly going on. Yeah. That's uh, correct. That's what fuels most of Tater's Grove's recent growth. You know, they're very uppity down there. They really do think that they deserve a larger place on the world stage and certainly in all the government happenings. Um, it seems that there is some media that, that could radicalize some people. Oh, that is a very good point. We should uh, look into some of the local media. Haven't really done that. Have had more of an overview look. Saves, thank you for that tip. I pull out the two newspapers here. <laughs> Don't ask how I got them. Uh, these are, wow. They're reporting on things that are happening later today. Fresh off the press. Mighty impressive that you have these, Ethel. Don't patronize me. <laughs> <laughs> we would never. Okay, that sounded more You're patronizing. Doing You're but doing it right now. <laughs> anyways, um... Tossing around, no basis for this theory, but I don't know. Maybe he's being extorted by someone into since this mining operations. Maybe being extorted by some miners, not children, but like <laughs> mining companies. Mining miners. Um, that there's no basis for that. It literally just 
I don't know, brainstorming, um, into allowing fracking operations. What if the joke there is they were like, they're not miners, they're halflings. (laughs) (laughs) Those mining miners aren't children. They're grown halflings. halflings. What? (laughs) Seriously, half what? Halfway? <laughs> yeah. Um, you hear from you that Jerry, corner. Shut the fuck Jerry's up. still yeah. doing his bits. I'm going it's still them. not working. <laughs> He's gesturing with a buttered croissant. Can I try to intimidate Jerry Seinfeld from where I'm sitting? <laughs> it's not going to work on me, though. Out of character. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let, let me roll for Jerry's perception. He got a four. He doesn't know you're in the room. Good. Ouch. Actually, you know what? That's good. He'll never see me coming. <laughs> Again, that's just a theory. Do you know how or like, like we know it's happening. The thing's going to happen on the last day. Did you figure out like, where did you learn this information? Who did you learn this from? It is very specific information. Well, we used a bit of logic here. Not going to lie. We just kind of like, Mayor Tillman's making his big speech today. So he's going to be under some pretty tight scrutiny, including from us. We knew we were going to go golfing with him this morning quite a while ago. It's been on the itinerary for about a month. And only a fool would try to kill him with us by his side. So it was really only a day one or day three kind of idea in the first place. And since he survived yesterday, we can only assume it's going to be tomorrow. (laughs) Only a fool. That's like our siren song. (laughs) Yeah, Ethel was like, literally, she's like, is that a challenge? Sorry, no. Uh, Yeah, we're we're here to do the opposite thing. We would really rather you didn't kill him out from under us. Um, What? We would stop you, I think. However... (laughs) Um, it would be a very bad look if uh, he died under our watch. Yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, would rather that didn't You're happen. not making the temptation any better. Like, you're not making it go away. Well, it would also kind of look bad on you is the thing. Him dying at all at a conference at which uh, your presence is so well known. You know, you're the heroes of the realm and all. You're supposed to protect everybody, and, uh, well, it would look bad on us. It would look bad on Medio. It would look bad just all around, so... Everyone uh, knows I'm a huge environmentalist. Well, <laughs> there's no one, if not Mayor Tailman, who is uh, very pro-environmentalism, you know? He's uh, growing all of the farming industry just so much. He feeds most of the continent, which is a fact he won't let us forget. But the fracking is... Okay, you know, I was just kind of tossing ideas out there. The the extortion thing is now seeming a little more plausible. Well, um, as much as Mayor Tillman's future endeavors seem like they would be anti-environmentalist, he does uh, seem to think that it's for the environment. Something about aerating the soil properly. Um, That's not how that works. I go into an in-depth description into how fracking works. Well, he's not actually (laughs) fracking for gas. You understand that, right? I don't care. Mining is not great. We talk to our friends. It's it's more analogous to strip mining than it would be fracking, but you can use the words that work best for you. Um, None of this is good. Again, not great, but also he hasn't really, like, Uh, this is more of a pitch that he plans on doing. It hasn't really started yet. He just, like, has the resources that, again, uh-huh. Our grand. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, I sure. think we have to do, like, actually watch this presentation before we do our own hear investigation. About his plans? Yeah, hear about his plans before we do any of our own investigations. <laughs> Tune in next week where Agniti recites the entire speech. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm not doing anything about it, but I'm going to be honest with you. Everything I've heard about this guy has made me, like, not, like, and I wouldn't be, like, I'm not, like, oh, my God, I need to save him. I'm, like, eh. Yeah, the dude's eh. sus AF. I mean, if we're being honest here, we're kind of on the same level. Um, oh, thank God. Okay, 
Cool, we agree about something. Well, I mean, again, he's a mayor. It's important to protect them. Um, I gotta say, it's mostly just down to the fact that I know if he died on my watch, it would fuck a lot of things up. Not just for me personally, but like on a global level. You had... I had a sliver of respect for you just then, and then you <laughs> ruined it. Hazel swallows and says, Oh, just be like gear and don't wear a watch then. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Boom. I guess we'll watch his stupid presentation and then figure out if we actually care if he dies or not. Um, and go to the spa. Yeah, we got a date with some mud. Or spa day! Spa day, spa day, spa day. Uh, yeah, I guess you guys finish up your croissants or spite mimosas <laughs> and head down over to the spa. Yeah. And whether or not you'll learn anything from that or just have a good time is something we'll find out next time. Whoa. Uh, but if you like what you heard, remember to raise nicely on your podcast or choice. Follow the show on Twitter at Grandspa. That's G-R-E-N-D-S-P-O-D if you're interested in seeing so many images of Pelican backpacks. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, big thank you to Alexander Nakarada for the music. And that is it. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Why? Why? Bum, 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 bum,